You're now tuned in to the Finding Success Show, where we interview guests and uncover the keys to success in business and in life with your hosts, Justin Bozak, Abe Cavella, and Tom Zdanowitz. We're live in studio today with Hafiz Montgomery, Managing Director of Easy Fitness in Tom's River, right on the uh, border of uh, Brick. And uh, they're doing some uh, amazing stuff, some transformations. I've you know watched you guys obviously on social over the years. And yeah, it's going well. What you're doing, and you know you can definitely uh, tell you're making a big impact on a lot of people's lives. We're trying, man. That's the goal. Yeah. Our lives can change. Our goal is to change. I think like ten thousand lives. I love that, that's man. Goal, so. Nice. We're getting there slowly but surely. <laughs> you have a barometer somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta run into the barometer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Hafiz grew up in uh, in South Towns River. Um, I've known him since uh, second grade. Yeah, it's like my first best friend. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I just said that to my wife yeah. the other day, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn, this is my first friend. Like yeah. because I had gone to another school before that and got dropped in, yeah. you know, to South Towns River. And uh, baseball and everything. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, the good old days. Played for a number of different teams together. Yeah. But uh, Hafiz is also a, uh, a world champ at boxing. Yeah. So, repping the Jersey Shore there Love as it. well. Uh, he was Golden Gloves back in the day. Yeah, actually, I never won the Golden Gloves. I came in like the semifinals. Well, you were in the, the mix. I was in the competition. Right. Uh, <laughs> you were in the running. I was clean board. Yeah. <laughs> I did win like the silver gloves and the state championships and all that, all the other stuff. I just never won the big one. But I won it in the pros, so I made it all back. So. Yes, man. I <laughs> got the big green belt. Yeah, yeah, right over your shoulder the whole time. Right? Uh, honestly, <laughs> actually, man, the, the, uh, the, the Golden Girl shirt is much better. True. I came up uh, a few days ago. I had a picture with you guys when I came back with the belt over in um, was it Adver, I think. Yeah, in Adver, yeah, we're at uh, Watermark. Was, yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. oh man, yeah, I forgot about that. Times. That was some years ago now. Jeez. <laughs> Very cool. So tell us, tell us about growing up. Like, how how did you actually get into to boxing? Uh, boxing was actually not my sport, to be honest with you. I was um, I thought for sure I was going to the NBA. Um, I was thought I was good at basketball. You know, I was decent. Um, and then I actually um, I was living with my grandparents, uh, my grandmother rather. And um, I was you know 14 years old, being a 14 year old boy. I got too much for her. So uh, my aunt and uncle actually um, took me into their house, moved me into um, Beachwood. And uh, so I kind of left South Hunter, moved to Beachwood. Still same school district, so still had the same friends. But I was still being a knucklehead, so my aunt was like, uh, oh, you're a tough guy. Okay, here, come to the boxing gym. So I uh, went to the boxing gym. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to fight people. <laughs> <laughs> Got my ass kicked the first time. And then um, from there, I was like, I better learn how to do this. And it became like a, like a natural thing for me uh, to do it. At 14 years old, um, you know, the coaches from other gyms and everything, they were like, oh, this kid's going to be champ one day, he's going to be champ. And at 14 years old, you're just thinking, like, man, I'm just trying to do this, I used to have trouble. You know, um, so it stuck with it, um, and I started getting better at it. Um, I became known as the Tom's River Kid. Um, so it's kind of like, especially with what's going on in the world now, I would go up to, like, Patterson, and they'd be like, oh, the Tom's River boy's here. When he <laughs> but literally, they know I knew how to fight. Right, right. So it came, when I came up there, nobody wanted to spar with me. Uh, there was points where I couldn't get fights. We'd show up at shows, um, 
and they would match me up, and then I'd get there and actually show up, and then they'd be like, no, my guy's not fighting them. So I went through that whole phase, and then once I got to that point where I wasn't getting fights, I was like, ah. I'm over this. Yeah, then I found women and alcohol, and I was, <laughs> you know, I was out for those. right there. Um, so I never got the chance at, um, you know, 18 years old to take that step to the pros, which I should have done um, back then. You know, I, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you guys, but I'd be in like California somewhere. <laughs> so things happen for a reason, see? Uh, but I, you know, I got into, you know, the women, you know, all that stuff of being an 18 year old kid. I wasn't thinking about, hey, like the future is here. So when I actually got out of high school, um, my coach was like, hey man, like you should turn pro, like you should do something. Nah, I'm not in it no more. I'm tired of people not fighting me. And I didn't know that in the pros, like they have to fight you. <laughs> I didn't know that. So I was just like, nah, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing this. So I went on, I did um, corrections for three years at juvenile detention. Um, then I went into like, private security. Then I actually got into the gym with uh, my dude, Jamon, and he was like, dude, you got to fight again, man. He's like, yeah, there's like so much that you left out there. So I was like, yeah, I talked to my wife. She's against fighting. She's anti-violence. So she's like, um, ah, well, you know, well, and I was like, well, I have to see, like, I have to, I have to prove it to myself. Yeah, right. If I lose, I lose. So actually, my first fight back was, um, I think it might have been like right after Hurricane Sandy. They did a fundraiser. Um, like relief party at the uh, Asbury Hotel, so I was like, "Yeah, let's get on it." And these gym members like loaded this hotel. I'm talking like 300 tickets, VIP tables. Um, got in there, we ended up losing the fight. <laughs> but I mean, it was just like I was just happy to be back in there. And it was funny because I was fighting a kid who was like 20 years younger than me. And he had to be about, I think I weighed in at like 221, and he weighed in at like 260. Oh, wow. Heavyweights, All I'm thinking is like, I'm like, this is Mike Tyson's son. (laughs) What am I going to do? Like, you know, we held our own. It was a close fight. We ended up losing, but I gained more of a win out of it because I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's try one more. So we tried one more. I ended up uh, with uh, fighting in Freehold at, um, was it like some game or game changer place? Uh, or I play like America? No, nah, I was like before uh, I play America. It was right on Route Nine, um, and right. uh, how like how field area. So I ended up uh, fighting this kid there, who I ended up being good friends with. He ended up coming to my sparring partner for the pros. Um, this dude Dan, he um, and this is another freaking monster. Oh my god, I can't do this anymore. Uh, ended up beating him in a very close fight. I will, I will give him, I'll give him credit. Like he probably, <laughs> if I wasn't a hometown kid, they probably would have to But at that point, I was like, you know what? I was like, if I'm going to do this, um, I'm not going to fight for trophies anymore. I'm 30-something years old. Like, what am I going to do with a trophy? Give it to my kid? Yeah, right, right. Like, you know, like my kids are breaking home trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Here's mine. So. You know, like, I'm upset now. You know? So uh, so then we made the decision. Like, we're like, um, I talked to my um, my coach who I've had since I was 14 years old, um, you know, this guy Ron. And I was like, man, I was like, um, you know, why not cut the paycheck? I sat down with um, Jamon, you know, he was like, he's like, dude, let's do it. He goes, we're all behind you. We support you. Sat with my wife. She was like, hey, like, you're only going to get one chance to do it. You know, let's make it happen. I linked up with uh, Sean Darling from uh, Gladiator Boxing and Management. Um, and he was like, well, let's do it. Let's do it. So we actually got my first fight signed to fight, um, I think it was in Pennsylvania. And the fight falls through. 
the week before the fight. Oh, man. So I'm like, oh, my God, here we go again. Oh, I'm like, this is like, it's a curse. And thank God um, people come to your life for a reason. Uh, Marshall Kaufman, King's Promotion, ended up uh, picking me up for the fight. He was like, we'll, put you, we'll take the guy you're fighting, we'll put you on the show. So we end up at Valley Forge. Um, I want buddy Stefano gets a busload of people and buses people up to Valley Forge for the fight. Um, it was like a magical moment to get in there. Um, we ended up winning the fight. It was only four rounds. We ended up winning it. Um, I came out of that fight two weeks later, signed a promotional contract with one of the biggest promoters on the East Coast. Wow. Um, and the rest is history. Went on, fought a couple fights, um, went down to North Carolina, fought this, probably the toughest kid I've ever fought in my life. Um, this kid, Austin Bryant, he actually just, uh, congratulations, just uh, graduated from the Army. Nice. Um, nice. He, uh, we, that kid hit me so hard. He was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, all right, go off. Literally, he was, I want to say he was 19 years old. I think I was about 36. He was 19, 4 and 0, four knockouts. Literally, no one ever like stopped him before. He's literally knocking everyone out. And I'm just like, eh, I'm going to, if I lose, who cares? Like, if I'm going to come home with a belt. Like, you know? <laughs> oh, and we ended up winning the fight, and I'll never forget it. It was, um, the first time my kids ever, and I have a 17 year old, ever in their lives seen me fight. And then I only brought him down there because I was like, hey, I'm down here, I'm going on vacation. Vacation, yeah, you got to make a yeah, right, right, so you know? I'm going on vacation out there. Brought the kids down there. They actually um, put them up in the balcony. So I'm walking to the ring. Like, I hear him chanting because I'm the only one there from New Jersey. <laughs> Everyone else is North Carolina. Yeah. This kid's hometown. <laughs> you know, he's supposed to win this belt. Um, so we come out, and I actually ended up making uh, friends with a guy down there who cornered me because none of my coaches came. Like, I literally got my family, got in the car, drove down there. So I got a guy that was down there. He got me, he cornered me for the fight. He used one of his guys as a cut, man. We go in and we win the fight, and the first thing I'm saying is, uh, can you get my family out of the stands? Like, can you bring me down here? Because people are booing me. So I'm like, I see my family down here. I'm like, get them down here, get them down here. They want to do like this interview. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything. So my family gets down here. So one of the guys is nice enough to go up there and like pull my family down. So that was like my shining moment in boxing. All the wins, you know, signing to promoter, um, turning pro, it was all great. But winning something that big in front of your family. Yeah, right. Um, I know they got annoyed with it real quick because um, everywhere we went, everybody wanted to take a picture. Mm-hmm. And my kids were like, enough already. He's <laughs> <laughs> not that cool. Yeah, you know, like, you know him? <laughs> then we come home and uh, we get interviewed by um, Asbury Park Press. And they do this whole big article. And now my kids' friends are like, oh my God, your dad. And they're like, he's really not that cool. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So that, but that's my whole boxing story. I mean, it's been a hell of a ride. I retired, um, I was coming up with my second year retired. I won that belt. I fought for another one like six months later down in Delaware. Ended up losing that one to a tough, tough guy. Um, then I was like, you know what? I was like, I've done everything I needed to do. Like, now I'm just, you know, fighting for paychecks now. Right, right, right. Like, I have a job. Right. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go out on top. You know, um, no one ever beat me for that belt. Right. So technically, they just stripped me of it. So I'll always be known as the champ. There you go. Like, so no one ever beat me. So, so you're in Carolina, yeah. like the underdog. Is everyone booing at you? Right. And you're, it was bad. Like, is that like fueling you, though? Was, like, <laughs> honestly, like, it didn't, like, when you're in there, like, you don't even hear the crowd right, at the time. It was more, I was just like, where's my family? Like, where's my family? Because they're the only ones cheering for me. So they're like, now they're like, oh, you're with him. Like, you know? Yeah, right. But it was, um, it was also, and after we won, um, you know, after um, I won, and I, first thing I do when I win, I'm always humble. 
I thanked the other kid that was there. You know, I let yeah. him know, like, you know, you're just young right now. Like, you got, you know, plenty of potential. So I'm like, you're strong as a bull. Um, and I gave them the respect, and I think the crowd noticed yeah. that. Like, I wasn't an asshole. Right, right, right. So they, um, after that, they started clapping. They started cheering. When I came out of there, they were all telling me, oh, great job. You know, like, man, you're a really good fighter. You know, things like that. But at the time, like, I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get Like, at least when, uh, when I fought in, in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, my boy, you know, uh, Shug, um, you know, uh, Mike Johnson, like, all these guys, like, they were at the fights with me. Yeah, right. So, like, I had friends there, but I had, like, the boys there, like, if something jumped off. <laughs> you know? You can't turn to fans. I'm like, I don't even know if these jokers know how to fight. Like, you know? And it's sad because uh, my oldest is 17, and he, did, he like, he will not back down on my fight. And I wanted to be like, dude, like, just walk away. Like, just really, he cannot do it. But I'm like, I know what that feels like. Like, if you know what you're doing, you're like, yeah. you're not going to think, you're not going to choke me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's, he's got like a gift and a curse, but thank <laughs> I God. I think it's one of those things, you have the confidence now that yeah. if you got into this crap, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm gonna do work. Like, this is what I've trained for. This yeah. is what I practice for. So, I mean. But I started with all my kids, um, probably when they were like two or three years old, I had them all boxing. You know, especially I have one daughter. Um, and my main goal was, you know, she has to be able to protect herself. Um, and my other boys, like, you know, whatever happens to her, like, you have to step in. Um, so she has an older brother, um, and she has two younger brothers, but um, she's probably the toughest one in the house. Usually the case. Yeah, like, I get mad at her sometimes because I shouldn't get mad, but she is, um, if your kid's getting bullied, she's the one going over there to confront the bully, even though she has nothing to do with it. And I'm like, Juliana, I'm like, you can't, like, but they were messing with her. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, but can you go tell someone, can you not be the one to go over there and do anything? Because I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming she would fight, but I don't know. I think she's just like, I'm going to go over there and stop this. Like, everyone's going to stop because I said it. Right, right. You know, but that's just the way we raised them was like, um, you know, you know, you know how to defend yourself. So if someone doesn't, you need to help them. You feel like getting in early, like, helped you and the kids, like, channel yourselves oh, and less aggressive, kind of? 100%. Yeah. Because um, we would have my oldest son and my daughter in the gym together. Right. Like, okay, yeah, you're mad at each other. Here, punch the back. Yeah. Punch the back and I get your anger out. Because they know, like, he's not allowed to hit her. She can do whatever she wants to hit. Right. But he can't put his hands on her. Right, right, right. So I'm like, here, go to hit the gym now. Yeah. And I used to tell him, I said, once you're in the gym, if we put the headgear and the gloves on, it's training now. You gotta look at it like that from that angle, you know. But uh boxing's been a great ride, um, it's been a great experience. I met a lot of people, I got to see places I probably would have never seen. Um, you know, thanks to people like uh Sean Darling, uh Marshall Kaufman, um, Kat, um, like they all helped me see the world, you know, not the world, but pretty much the country. I've got offers to fight, um I fought on Spike TV. I got offers to fight um, on ESPN. Um, one guy offered me to fight like Australia somewhere, and I was looking at like, hey, a vacation. Yeah, right. Like, you know, <laughs> it's a long flight. Uh, come back with some weird bugs. Yeah, or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's it's been um, if I if Miami would have never put me in that at 14 years old, um, I think it kind of structured me for life. Yeah, right. um, I don't know where I'd be right now if it wasn't for that. Yeah, I think the foundation of having some kind of sports or structure or something to look forward to is, is really important for young kids nowadays. It's, it's tough. It's tough for motivate kids, it right? Is, Especially it now. With everything going on, you know, um, with kids today, it's like what the new trend mm -hmm. is what they're going to see. Like, how, how do I, how can I be that cool kid? Right. Not like, hey, motivate, let's do this. Let's go do this. Um, that's yeah, quick. I, I got there's, there's no work to it. There's no, no, the no, challenge. No, like, yeah. Let me do this like, real yeah. quick and show that I'm cool. Like my 17-year-old. Um, my 
He's a he's a good football player. Um, I'll never tell him he's like better than good because um, I'm gonna be that guy. Everyone else is mm-hmm. blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah, I'm right, be right. One reality. I mean, he had a game. I think he scored like three touchdowns, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's so good!" He comes to the stands. I'm like, "You dropped a pass, dude." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Are you kidding me?" Keep I'm like, the bar. "You dropped an interception. You dropped the pass. You missed three tackles." Are you serious right now, Dad? Are you serious? <laughs> and I'm like, everybody else gave me all your praise. Like, right, you don't need any more praise than that. So uh, he had a rude awakening. Um, we found out, like, kind of what I'm talking about. Um, he had a sophomore season, great season. We went out to Notre Dame, uh, got out right after camp. We get there, blows out his knee, mm-hmm. uh, tears his ACL. So I'm sitting there, and I go, hey, remember um, over the summer when I told you, like, you should probably start running, start training, and you just thought you were going to go right out here and do this? Hey, lesson learned for you now. So he's coming into this is his first season back, going into his senior year. But um, he's gonna scout by Yale. So we're like, oh wow. So we're like, we, we, need football. we need football. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> so um, and I didn't even know the kid could catch. To be honest with you, this coach, uh, this guy uh, Justin Fumando, uh, moved him over. He's like, oh, we're gonna make him a receiver. And I'm like, who? Right? I don't know, coach. Like he, he's got anger issues. Like put him on defense. <laughs> and he's like, nah, we're gonna make him receiver, and the kid just catches the ball now. So wow. it's like that talent you don't know you have. Like when I went into boxing, like I didn't know I knew like yeah. I had natural talent for it. And here I'm thinking like, oh, I'm a boxer. My kid's gonna be a boxer. I play basketball. My kid's gonna play basketball. Yeah. My kid won't even pick up a basketball. <laughs> you know, like he's all football. No matter. They're passionate about. That's sense. it, right? We push him. We um we support him 100. Me and my wife. Um, as much she probably likes it more than I do. I go to the football game just to get out of the house. <laughs> She's there, like, cheering, you know, everything like that. Like, she loves Friday Night Football. Like, I think last season was um, heartbreaking for her because there was no season. Yeah, right. She was uh, on the sideline. So she's like, let's go to the game. I'm like, I'm not going to the game to see my kids stand on the sideline. Like, I might as well sit home. So but um, so we, we try our best with the kids, all of them, as much as possible. That's great, man. So I remember uh, – you know, especially with the boxing thing. I mean, this, I think it was like, what, 10 years ago, Justin? Yeah. It was, it, we were yeah, doing the five lessons at our house. Yeah. Yeah. Had to do good. Uh, yeah, man. You're beating the crap out of us, man. Yeah. I remember yeah. I, I used to get home and I would not be able to go upstairs. He was like, I was doing these routines. He's like, all right, get down, push ups and yeah. lunges. And I'm oh, like, oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, I mean, th- th- those routines were impressive. And I think that's what probably, because I know we were talking back then. You getting into the gym ownership yeah. aspect. So I mean, when did that start? When did you? It, it actually, um, the guy um, Jamon, he um, he had this gym, Easy Fitness, um, in Neptune, and he wanted to open up a second location. And um, I was doing private security. I, I always yell at this. I was doing private security. I was there was the director of security was retiring, and he mentioned my name for the job, and I was like, oh, pension, it's retirement. I'm good. Enters Jamon. I got this idea. Come over to me. I need this boxing guy. Come in the gym. Da, da, da. So I'm like, all right, man. Like, let's do it. Like, I came, checked it out, and um, it's funny because <laughs> it's got to be like eight, nine years ago. I walk in this gym, and it's about ninety five percent women. So I'm like, oh, this is the perfect job. I'm like, I'm in. I'm sold. Like, let's go. So uh, we ended up opening up the brick location. Um, me and this other guy, um, we ended up, he ended up leaving the company, but uh, we ended up opening that gym. Um, and I started there, um, still working security, but I was doing two days a week coming in, um, running boxing on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I'd pop in every now and then, um, you know, to see what's going on. We went through a whole transition of trainers, you know, trying to put the right team together. 
Um, and I took time off because I wanted to focus on boxing. So when I took that time off is when I went and won the title. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit back and be pretty. Like, da da da. Here comes Javon. <laughs> hey, bud, what's going on? Like, I want you to come back. Let's get him. So I'm like, listen, man, you know, him and his wife sat down with me at a table. Um, we discussed things going over. Um, it was at a, not a bad time, but it was like a downslide at the gym going on. So he's like, come in. Um, and those that know me, I'm like charismatic. I'm happy, like energetic. Um, so we went in and we like turned the whole atmosphere of the gym from a negative back to a positive. Right. Culture, um, right? That's, yeah. That's so it's, um, our vision, everything. We uh, we doubled the numbers from when we were, from when I came back. Um, and then he's like, dude, he's like, um, he's like, we we gotta get you a different title. Like you, you can't just be the director of boxing anymore. Like you're doing more than that. And I was like, all right, man, let's do this. And he's like, dude, you're gonna manage be the managing director for all of Easy Fitness. And I was like, at first I was just like. <laughs> you know, give me an outline of what that is, like, <laughs> you know, like, but, um, and it's, um, it's, and that's, that's kind of how I got into the role that I'm in now, and then we, um, we just opened up a third location in Howe with, um, my dude, John Lazo, um, another phenomenal, phenomenal young, young guy coming up through the ranks, um, worked his way to get there, he actually, um, is part owner of that Howe location, um, living out his dream, he's always been a fitness football player, um, living out his dream, um, but I told everyone, I'm like, start, I started, I literally started at the bottom. I was there two days a week. Now I'm there six days a week. I'm the main guy. Everybody's calling. Um, the people from the other two locations, I primarily in brick. Um, they'll call me, they'll text me. So everybody knows who I am. Um, they kind of get mad that I don't go to the other gyms, but I'm like, I live seven minutes away from <laughs> this one. You're half an hour. Um, so I literally started at basically like the bottom of the company in a director role but uh, only specific to boxing because that was what I knew. Right. Um, I learned fitness, um, training, um, exercises, and all that over the years. I'm going through it, reading books, um, different things like that. Um, the greatest thing about um, Jamon was he helped me was his, his main thing was um, you got to learn. You got to learn. You got to learn. I'm like, dude, I, I know how to do a curl, dude. I know how to do a curl. Well, you ain't doing it the right way. Read this book. Reading a book. Coming in. We do uh, weekly meetings. We do... Uh, we call it in-house training with the staff now, where say you guys are the trainers, we're gonna come in, you're gonna put me through a workout right now, and I wanna see what you can do, we're gonna critique you on your points of what to do. So we're always striving to be better in an industry that's growing, yeah, you know? Right. It's always growing. Right now we're dealing with Peloton. Peloton's yeah. basically taking out gyms right now. Like, yeah. they're, you know, I can sit at home and ride a bike, what do I need to go to the gym for? Yeah, right, right. you yeah, that's the mirror thing too. Yeah, mirror yeah, thing, like, Frank and Lauren. Yeah, it's crazy right now what's going on. <laughs> so we're always trying to get better. So that was the main thing when I first um, joined on with them and we teamed up and he was like, you got to be willing to learn. You got to be willing to grow, but you got to be willing to share our vision with everybody. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we, we call it going ape shit. You got to go ape shit on everybody. Like every time somebody walks in, you got to show them uh, appreciation. Like everything, you got to make them feel like, you're coming to me for a reason. Well, that personal attention, you're not getting that Peloton. You know? ah, that, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, I'm giving that right. interaction where you you don't have to come see me. You want to come see right, me. Right. There's people that come into the gym right now. They come in just so I can make them laugh. Like, there's like the one lady that shows up on the time, like, oh, I didn't want to come today, but I knew you were going to laugh. I knew I was going to laugh. So this is like, great. <laughs> thank you for bringing for this out. I'm like, no, thank you. Like, this is great. Like, I'm having just as much fun as you are. Yeah, right. um, they just made a post on our, um, our private page the other day, and they were like, 
how does Hop have so much fun? Like, how, do you, how does he concentrate? Because we're always laughing. And um, they're like, you need a YouTube channel. Like, you're funny as hell. And I'm like, my theory is if you have to be here, why not have fun doing it? Yeah. Why make it boring? Yeah, hey, man. You burn some extra calories. You know, like, right? like, you know, do these 10 curls. Like, no, I'm like, here. Do these 10 curls. And while you're doing it, I might be making fun of something in your house. <laughs> right, you know, because people, I'm telling you, people have, like, I've noticed in this online, people have ginormous cats. Like, ginormous cats. And there's a couple people, and I'll tell them, like, while they're working out, I'm like, hey, there's a lion behind you. Or if somebody's husband's walking in, like, don't be alarmed. There's a guy walking through your house. <laughs> you might want to wear it. So, you know, you kind of keep it entertaining and fun. Uh, but I learned that all over the years. When I first came in, I was just like, hey, we're going to do boxing. Let's do boxing. And then as I got, I got to know people, um, and I found out, like, the more you open yourself up to people and let them know who you are, the more they're going to show you who they are. Um, I've been invited to people's houses. I've um, I've actually trained Jay Wow from the Jersey Shore. Um, Roger lives right by me, uh, but I got to meet them through the gym. Um, I've been to uh, what do you call her? Uh, uh, the one who does uh, hoops, hoops from uh, Labor of Love. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I got to meet her for her celebrity boxing match through like the gym. Nice. Um, went to go meet her, talk to her for a little bit. But I met like all these people by just being myself and learning what I've done over the years. And it all started with boxing. Like, it all goes back to boxing. Yeah, yeah. If I never boxed, would I have ever joined that company to start working? Yeah, right, right. Not, I'd probably still be doing security. You know, I'd be the director with a pension and a retirement plan. What fun is that? Yeah, like, yeah. I would be really bored out of my mind. You know? <laughs> You're meeting people um, in the correction. Yeah, like, you know. Like, God, I don't even want to talk about correction. <laughs> you know, I started corrections at 18 years old. And I didn't realize that in 25 years you retire. So as I sit here right now, I'd have about four or five years left. <laughs> and I'd be retired. <laughs> but I wouldn't be having as much fun as I'm having every day now. Uh, like I say, every day. I, I get up every morning um, at 4, 4.15, 4.30. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not scheduled to be in, I'm up at that time. Um, I'll pop in on classes from um, our online program. I'll pop in there just to see people. I love people. I love being around people. I love um, talking. I love interacting. Um, so the gym actually helped me with that a lot. Yeah, man. I think I think ultimately, you know, I mean, obviously you keep bringing up this correction thing, but you got to love what you do, man. That's that's what, that's what our show's about. I mean, look, you found success through boxing, which led you to now managing multiple gyms. You would have been miserable doing a correction. I know yeah, people that are in corrections, and they right. hate it. They hate it, but they're like, you never they're done like, three more years. Three more years. Three more years until I retire. You know? Yeah, that, that's, that's what I say, man. Things happen for a reason. Right. Um, and me and uh, Jamal, we met through a mutual friend who I've uh, known since junior high school, Joe. Who uh, he's another phenomenal trainer. Um, he's at the Max um, in Berkeley and Lacey. But um, he kind of introduced us, and that's what they say: like people meet for a reason. Um, we started going to Vegas together. We started like hanging out. All of a sudden, like a friendship built. Um, his wife, his wife, and my wife have been. We all went to the airport. They went to Miami. We went to Vegas. We all met back together. But that's the bond we like. You know, we built over the years with everything that's going on. Um, we were there for each other's kids' birth, like everything like that, you know. So, nice. we besides that, like encounter between a mutual friend, we would have never known each other in life, you know. It happens for a reason. Oh, absolutely, man. So, uh, you said you opened that third location. How did you open that this year? We opened it on April of last year. April of so last we're year. We're on one, coming up on one year in a couple months. Okay. Right now. All right. Um, awesome, awesome crowd there. It's um, right in Rantown, um, and how awesome, awesome people. Um, actually. I just got to know most of them because I don't travel. I, like I said, I hang out in Brick. Um, so once a month I might pop in there. But because of 
our online program. I've got to meet all yeah, of these people now. And I'm like, hey, you guys are actually pretty cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, I'll stop in yeah. more than once a month. So I got to meet them all. And now uh, they'll come down to Brick now for the outside classes. But it was more of they got to actually know me and like my personality and right. things like that. Um, that Hal Gym, is, it was a blessing for us. Um, there was, I mean, there was times where we didn't think we would be able to do it. And then, like I said, this guy, John, he came in. He, he's a young, hungry, eager, like once it all. Like... This guy probably reads, I wouldn't even be surprised if he reads like seven books a week. Wow. Like this guy, he's a sponge. He absorbs. Jamon mentors both of us, but he, John is just like, he's probably on the phone with him right now. Like that's how he wants to learn more. And that's what you want in your company. Somebody mm -hmm. who doesn't think they know everything they want to learn. Right. Um, even Jamon, he's mentored. He goes out to seminars. He goes here and um, he tells us, hey, you got to go learn more, go learn more. Um, this kid, John, when he opened up Hal. Um, we were, you know, some people were like, oh, he's young. Man, I knew from the door this kid was going to make, he's going to make waves. And he's made such an impact in that town um, that it, it, it's a reflection of what we've done in the other two towns that we can go somewhere else completely away from where we are. And everyone's talking about us right now. Right, right, right. You know, so it's, it's a blessing to him. And you know, I'm happy to have him on our team. I think motivation's really the key in, 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 in the work ethic to, to actually want to succeed. Yep. it'll allow you to, to get creative and spend that extra time because I know I mean, we're entrepreneurs and there's no 40 hour work week nah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah, yeah, if you want to really be successful you know it, it's definitely a grind you know you're going to put in way more hours you're going to be under you're going to feel like you're underpaid yeah. for what you do but you know the, the success comes long term um, so talk about you know obviously what the impact of coronavirus has been on, on oh, your business man. and kind of how you guys are all over. Yeah, I feel for, um, for for every everybody in this industry, um, you know, in the fitness industry. Um, I think we, we were ones that hit the hardest by it. Um, but it comes down to we were always trying to be one step ahead of what was going on. So when we heard about the coronavirus, we were like, weekly meeting. Hey, Friday, we need to discuss what's the next plan. So two weeks before they even started shutting things down, we had already had a meeting um, between, um, it's like we call it our leaders team. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's me, Jamon, John, Jamon's wife, our girl Tara, who's phenomenal. Um, she does she does everything. She's probably the, like the behind the scenes of the company. Um, our girl Sharon, our girl Rashad, and our boy Rashad. Um, so we all sat down and we started pitching out ideas. Hey, if they're gonna limit our amount of people, what are we gonna do? We pitch ideas. You might have a great idea that goes with his idea. Okay, let's put them both together. So we actually sat down, we went in there and we were like, hey, if we got to lower the number of people, what's a reasonable number we can do? What's the time frame we can do? So we actually went from, we normally hold 36 people and then we have like a wait list. So we dropped the 36 people down to 18 people and then we made it so that classes were half an hour instead of an hour. And of course you're going to get the people that are going to bitch like, oh man, I want to get half an hour. We're like, listen, yeah. in half an hour, we're going to destroy you. Yeah. We're going to take the hour workout and put it in a half an hour. We formatted it out, we were ready to roll. We didn't tell anybody we had a plan. The next week comes, we're hearing more and more about the coronavirus. We're like, dude, they're gonna shut us down. They're gonna shut us down. So we're like, all right, listen. Sure enough, that Friday, it came out, they were like, oh, limit the number of people in the building. We're like, boom, hey, guess what, guys? Yeah. Monday morning, we're shutting the schedule, we got a whole new schedule, this and other. We blew everyone out of the water. Yeah. All we got through was the morning classes. Now, previous to that, that Friday, we talked about if they shut us down, what are we going to do? The guy, John, who I told you, he just wants to learn. He's like, 
let's go online. Probably about six months ago, we discussed, let's start an online program mm -hmm. where people can do it in their home. This and that. Of course, we dragged our feet on it. There's a lot of things we drag our feet on that somebody else picks up and we're like, shit, we thought of that. Right? <laughs> so the online happened and he was like, dude, let's just, let's launch the online. We're sitting here we're like, John, dude, there's no way we're putting 800 people into an online program. It's not going to happen. He's like, dude, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. So we're like, all right, start getting it ready. He got this app, uh, Trainerize. He's like, we can put ourselves in there. We'll do these videos. We'll put ourselves in there. So we're like, all right. So we go through the week. We go through Monday. They shut us down. They're like, you guys are done. Like, da, 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 da. That Saturday, we all got together. We sat at our Neptune location. We shot videos of the actual workouts. We had all our trainers in there doing the actual workouts. You know, what do you got to do? Demos, all this stuff. John put it into an app. Now we have the app going. Now we were like, okay, the online program is ready. Tuesday when they shut us down, everyone's like, oh my God, you have to shut down. We were like, hey, give us two days. We're going to have you all logged in for this online program. Yeah. Everyone's like, online, like, what is this? I'm going to be honest, it was a learning experience for us. We've never done it before. Yeah, We slide. launched this online program that Thursday, I think, um, like literally the 18th, the 19th of March. We launched it, converted members over. We got some people that were like, you know, the online's not for me. I like the in-person gym. I like you in my face. It's just, we're like, listen, we understand. Um, we had some people that they were loyal to us. They were like, listen. If I can do it, I'll do it. If not, you keep, you know, you just keep keep doing what you got to do. So we're like, all right, we launched the online program. We didn't realize, like, we didn't know Zoom. Mm -hmm. We had no idea what it was. We were like, all right, we just launched this online program. Hey, go on this app. It's going to give you an online workout in your house. We sit down in our weekly meeting because we're still having meetings. We're on, like, phone calls with each other while we're not in the gym. And we're like, we're doing Zoom. We got to go with Zoom. We're like, what the <laughs> like me, I'm like, I'm, I don't know what this stuff is. Like, I'm an in-person person, you know? So we actually, like, listen, everybody Saturday morning, we're meeting at the Howe location, get over to Howe. We sit in Howe. John puts this whole big presentation together with the online program, how to work Zoom, this, that, and the other. The following Monday, one week later, we're launching Zoom. Now we're like, hey, listen, we're going to give you live workouts. But we're not going to do one. We're going to do them all day like you were at the gym on our normal schedule so that you're not really missing anything. We know you're home with your kids, put them in another room, you can go in the basement, now you can work out. Yeah. So we launched the online program. We had that up and running, we were changing the workouts, then we were like, all right, now we got trainers. We got two trainers in two different buildings, telling you what to do at the same time. All our staff is working still. We get out of there, we're like, um, probably like a week before they said we were allowed to go outside. We're like, all right, what are we gonna do outside now? So we're like, all right, let's format. Here's the thing with putting people outside for a workout. We don't have any equipment. <laughs> we loaned out every single piece of the equipment we had so that people can work out at home. So we were like, if you gotta work out, we don't want any excuses. We had people, if they didn't have weights, they were using water jugs, mm -hmm. they were using laundry detergent, whatever they can do <laughs> right. for their workouts. We're like, grab something you can lift. If you got something light, we're gonna do more reps. We'll burn it out. If you got something heavy, lower your reps, You know whatever we gotta do. So we were like, how are we gonna do outdoor with equipment? So we're like, you know what? Bring your equipment. Bring your weights with you. We'll set up the workout every day for you. Bring your own equipment. So now we're doing Monday, Thursday, Saturdays uh, for right now. And we just added like another class in the morning to 7 a.m. now. So now we do 7, 8, 9 in the morning. Mm. Um, for everybody in the morning, if you can get in, you get in. The, the greatest part of it is we've never stopped online. Right. So while we're doing the outside, we got two other trainers running online inside. So then you don't want to come outside. You know, you're still not, you're still skeptical about everything. Stay home. 
you can still get your workout in for the day with an actual trainer. That's awesome. So we were still like one step ahead of it. Um, we're working on um, how townships. Um, they're the only ones where we're not outside yet, but we're, we're working on that. It's a work in progress for that. But we got two locations that are running outside. We got seven or eight online classes running all day with an actual trainer, plus the app on your phone with the live workouts right on there for you. So right. we have three different ways to work out right now. So they can replay the workout if they Anytime. Well, you can skip to another day. You can go right. back to the day you missed. Anything you want on there. It's a whole calendar of workouts that we, um, every two weeks, uh, do John puts in a new format of workout. Nice. Programs it off for you. All you literally have to do is hit the play button and it sets the whole workout for you. So it's not, you know, repeat the same thing. Repeat. There's, you know, we try to do week, everything like we do our classes in the gym. Our class in the gym, we don't want you doing the same thing every single day. So right. we change up the workout, we change up the formats, everything like that. We're doing the same thing online, same thing on the workouts outside. Right. So it was just literally being proactive and one step ahead because we're like, if we sleep, we're that gym that's going under. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to come over and take yeah. over. Yeah, you got to fight, man. You know, I feel bad for every every gym out there right now. Um, it's a struggle for all of us. You know, we, we were lucky enough to have the online program, but it's still a struggle for us. You're, you're trying to keep people motivated through a video, mm -hmm. you know, where some people need that touch. They need to put your hand on their yeah. back and say everything's okay. Yeah. Um, so for some gyms, like, they're not getting that. And it, it's a shame for this industry because right now I was driving home a few times and there's a line outside of McDonald's. Oh, all the way out to the highway. Yeah. Now for me, I'm like, oh, job security. Like, as soon as this opens up, we got clients. We got, work to, we got <laughs> work to do. You know? We work them Big Macs all. But at the same time, you're thinking like, all these people that have nothing to do, they're sitting home, they're eating. Yeah. That's a, and yeah. now some of these gyms that could potentially get these clients, they're not going to get the chance because they're going under because they have no business coming. Right, 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 right. You know, so it's a sad, sad industry. Um, if they don't say something on the 22nd, I think every gym owner might just show up at the governor's house. But I think we're all at the point where like, um, every gym has their safety precautions. Um, we wipe, I know we wipe, sanitize everything down um, religiously. Um, our members, they clean up after themselves. Uh, but we're a small gym. We, you know, we're not like the big box gyms, like right, the workout right. world and stuff like that. So it's easier for us to clean stuff down. Um, Jaman's wife, Kiko, she is like, I don't even know how to describe like, if you took three maids, like top-notch maids, and put them into one person, like that's her. Like I'll get a text, Hop, do you have this? Hop, do you have that? Hop, do you have this? Did you do this? Did you do that? Did it? And I'll keep going, I did that like three days ago. Okay, but you need to do it again now. Like then she's on top of like our cleaning supplies. Like um, we all have our own cleaning staff that um, is in the gym plus a cleaning company. But she is like on top of it. Like did they do this? Did they do that? Like. So we're one of those gyms where we want to open up because we know anything in our gym is it's clean. Yeah. It's clean. We're good. Even after you leave, we're cleaning it. Right. Um, all our products, we make sure our products are for the coronavirus. Um, it says on our one cleaning company, like um, this is for the coronavirus, right. kills coronavirus. So um, we use all that stuff. And I think a lot of gyms are in, going in that direction now because they want to open up. They're losing money for three months now. You know, you're getting some members that are still paying them, you know, paying their gym membership. But let's be realistic. Most people, if I'm not going to the gym, I'm not going to pay for it. That's extra money I can be saving right now. Yeah. You know, or trying to, a wife trying to explain that to her husband. Yeah. Hey, I'm paying $197, but I'm going to sit at home. What's the husband going to say? Oh, no, I could probably drink that money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you're looking at that. Make um, money with that money. You know, but then you're getting, um, I feel bad for um, even on um, like the, the martial arts schools. They're in the yeah, same boat, you know, like um, they're, they're, they're struggling. I heard a couple of them are going out of business now. 
Um, and there, to me, that's something that the world needs is that industry. Mm -hmm. People need the weight training, the weight loss and stuff like that. But when you're getting into martial arts and different things like that, people's self-defense, uh, people's mindsets and things like that, to me, those places shouldn't be shutting down. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of them have been vocal about it. Um, I'm friends with a couple of them. Um, and I feel bad for those guys. Like, let those guys get in there. To me, majority of those places, I, and I've been in them, they wipe, they mop their mats, they're spraying everything. Like, they're cleaning those buildings top notch from, you know, from top to bottom. And they're suffering right now because somebody doesn't understand what they do. Or, to me, who's ever making these guidelines at the governor and staff, have you ever went into a gym or an MMA school or a kickboxing school and see exactly what they're doing in there. No, you're just going off of what you see on television. Making blanket decisions yeah, 100 miles you know, away, you know, yeah. My thing is get in there, see what we're doing, see the the actions that we're taking to be safe. See the actions that people are taking before this to be safe. I'm telling you, those MMA schools are probably some of the cleanest buildings you've ever gone into. Right. And there's people, there's people rolling around on the floor. So they're, as soon as they're done, they're in there wiping them down and mopping them. Like, let those guys open up, get them back in there. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? It's going to come out of this positively. Like, are you still going to do the online stuff after all this? I mean, for us, it was, a, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, right. Um, our online program right now, we got members from California, um, Florida. We have people from Canada contact us. Um, so we're, like, all over the country right now with this online. Um, we actually have a couple of uh, traders who they want to do the online program. Mm. So we're like, hey, we were thinking about this for a while. It's a this for us to get it launched. We know it works. Let's make this happen now. So for us, it was an added bonus. It helped us rather than like set us back because we, we probably would be sitting here right now four months later and still haven't launched yeah. the online program. It could probably like help you with test markets to Everything. see if you want to move into a new area. Everything. So now we see like um, say the person that's in California or even somebody that's in New York. We got a couple people in New York. And we're like, man, like you got a couple friends there. Like, do they want to join this too? Like, yeah. and now we got all them online. Like, hey, maybe we can open up a studio. Exactly. Yeah. Because we got so many people, so I feel like the online helped us um, get out there and reach more people that we probably would have never reached right. if we were just in the gym. Pretty incredible, man. So, like, with the with the online program versus the in person, do you, are you going to be? Do you charge different rates for that, or is uh, there right? They, yeah. Right now, we haven't gotten into that yet because. Right. All we're doing is the online. Right. So once we get back into the actual building, then we'll sit down. Um, what people don't realize, online training, it's oh, it's it's a 24 hour day. I can imagine. Like it's um it's harder than being in the actual gym. When you're in the gym, you go in, you set up, you do your workout, you, you coach people, man. you're out of there. Online, you might work out at 6 a.m. You might send me a text. I gotta respond to you. He may not work out until 10 o'clock at night. He might have a question. He's going to reach out to me. Mm. I got to answer him. So it's like nonstop. Plus on the back end of it, um, you got to make sure everyone's calendar is up to date. Um, you got to reach out. Because you got to remember, even though you're online, I still got to motivate you. Yeah. I got to keep you wanting to do that online workout. Whereas if you're in the gym, I'm just like, hey, let's go. Come on. Baby. Now I want to text you like, hey, let's go. How are you interpreting <laughs> the text right now? Right? You know what I mean? Um, I remember we just did um, a weight loss challenge. Um, we had 300 people do um, this weight loss challenge. Uh, it was uh, four weeks. Um, we didn't charge anybody a thing unless non-members we charged. If you were a member, we didn't charge you. We were loyal to us. You're in this program. You're going to get this free online program. We gave you a meal plan, workouts, um, the live classes, everything. We gave each trainer a team. Coach your team. Let's get a winner. We uh, picked top five winners. So we went in, and um, I took my team. I'm the guy that thinks outside the box. So I'm like, hey, 
we got this Zoom thing. So I started doing Zoom calls every Sunday with my team. This way I can see you face to face. Right. You can't bullshit me because I'm looking at you now. <laughs> so if you're telling me you lost 20 pounds, I'm looking at you and I'm going, no, you didn't. Where? Like, hey, what is that 20 pounds? So I started doing that, but it was a way to keep my team motivated. They look forward to Sunday. Like, if you, I got a question, I'm going to wait till Sunday. I can get half in person and talk to them, you know? Um, with that challenge, we ended up, uh, we gave a $10 donation from every person that finished the challenge. And we took it and we broke it in to um, $1,000. So we gave two families in need um, from Corona uh, $1,000 each. Oh, wow, and then awesome. on the food bank in Neptune with uh, Pastor Isaac, we um, we gave $1,000 for them to donate food to uh, families and stuff that go out and stuff like that. So we use the challenge as our way to keep our members motivated and going, but we use them to give us initiative to, hey, we're gonna use you finishing this challenge, you're driving that mission, we're gonna pay you. So we're gonna take your ten dollars and we're gonna give it to the family in need. Yeah, right. We ended up giving out three thousand dollars on last week to three different families. That's awesome. Amazing, man. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's cool to get creative during these times, and I mean, do you think that the video Zoom thing is gonna be part of the future of the company? You know, I, when things I, open back up, or I believe Zoom is gonna be the future of the world. Yeah. Until someone comes out with something better, I think a lot of even outside of fitness, I think. If I can talk to you over a video, why do I need to see you in person? Oh, for sure. No, it's I definitely changed our business. Yeah. I feel. I mean, we've been using it for quite some time, but everybody kind of had to adopt it on the fly yeah. now. Oh, so 100%. Now yeah. you know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Now you're like, it's and, like the same thing working from home. It's like, oh, I can get used to this. Yeah. Now companies kind of had to go that route. And now I think they're going to look back and yeah. say, well, maybe we don't need all this office and space. I think it, like, for us, you can now, any gym, not just us, MMA schools, I think they're doing Zoom classes. Mm -hmm. Like you can literally, I know they're on the kickboxing school, I'm sure kickboxing, they're doing it. Um, you can literally now, that client that's in California that you would never get, Zoom is going to let you get that. Because that person may not want to go to the gym, they may want a one-on-one -on -one coach. Right. I can one-on-one -on -one coach you on a Zoom call. If you got the equipment or you're at a gym, I can tell you exactly what to do and watch you do it. Mm -hmm. See your progress, log in. And do that. So now I can do my online one-on-one -on -one coaching rather than just coaching at the gym. You know, so I think Zoom is going to be, to me, unless something bigger comes out, it's going to be the future. And a lot of businesses are starting to see that this is what we can do. Because at the end of the day, for us, that Peloton, that mirror, that's basically what they're doing. Mm -hmm. yeah. You yeah. know? And they, they've made a market out of it. So why can't we get into that market that they're trying to take from us? Yeah, I think, so this whole virus thing, I think, it made people get creative. Yeah. So yeah, it made you yeah, adjust your business on the fly. Yeah. Now yeah, you have to. Uh, I think someone it. said they were like, um, if you left this coronavirus and you're the same, you didn't learn anything. That's dude, 100%. Yeah. Bro. You had to. Like, if not, you're never going to survive. It's yeah. a dog eat dog world, especially in this. Because if I'm a gym right now, and I'm going to be honest, if I'm a gym and you're a gym, and you're going out of business, oh, your client's coming to me. Yeah. I'm going after them. I'm going to show them why I'm better than you. So even if you do open up, right. they don't want to go back to you. You know, um, and that's that's the nature of the industry we're in because where I'm at, I'm on this road. There's a gym here on the next road. There's a uh, CKO kickboxing here. I do boxing three days a week. CKO kickboxing is here. A Planet Fitness here. A Crunch here. Da, da, da. So we're surrounded by gyms. That it's not an industry where we're the only ones there. We're the only one. When we first came with boot camp, we were the first ones in this area with boot camp. Everyone started picking up on it. We had to change. We were like, all right, now we're not a boot camp anymore. We're a fitness center. Mm -hmm. Everyone picked up a fitness center. Okay, now right, we're right. a transformation center now. 
So now we're like, now we're the only transformation center. And we pride ourselves, hey, if you listen to us, we're going to transform your whole body. We've got proven, proven facts here. We got actual clients that are still here that have these great bodies and physiques that they didn't come in like this two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So that's a testament to what we did. I think it comes to cutting edge. You know, you stay on top of everything. You're one step ahead of the game. And we've, we've been credited with that sometimes too in certain things in business. So if you're ahead of the game, what you offer a little bit differently than the guy right next door. Yeah. So you're, you're one step ahead of everyone And else. I mean, we got a, a lot of places started picking up on it now, but we offer um, meals in our place. We got um, uh, Fit Food um, with Jay Russo. He's right nice. inside of our gym um, with uh, pre-made meals already. All you gotta do is heat it up and eat it. Awesome. He's got a company that delivers it to you. We, um, we're friends with um, Coronado's Clean Cuisines. They're in there, like you know, they're going around giving out food. They made a huge donation to people. Jay was donating the hospitals and stuff like that. So I think even companies like that, they had to adjust to it too. Because for me, if they can get out there and get their food out, that's stopping that person from going to McDonald's. Mm -hmm. You know, it's keeping them in shape till they get back into us. Yeah. So we're kind of like hand in hand with those two companies where they're helping us out. And they're friends with each other, so it's not like they're in a battle with each other, they're friends. So it kind of helps out when someone is friends with you that is, has the same drive and passion as you do. Um, and a lot of gyms don't offer that right now where you can get their food. Um, I mean, Jay's delivered supplements for us to members. Like, you know, we've had trainers go out and drive to people's houses because they need supplements. There's no gyms that are doing that. We call it going on above and beyond. Um, like I said, Fit Food helped us. He took his vans. He's like, give me all your supplements. Order your supplements. I'll load it in my vans. I'll send my people out to deliver it to your members. And we got supplements out to everybody. That's yeah. awesome, man. The concept. So it's not like you have all the equipment, but it's not like you're you're leaving people to their own devices and allowing them to just yeah. do their own thing. Like you see that in the gym, people just do their own thing. Like, right. So I mean, you go to the gym and you see people doing stuff wrong for ye yeah. <laughs> for years. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of people just it's more social, I guess, yeah. for them too. So well, half like, of them are sitting on their phone. Right. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. In between yeah. sets, like, but you guys are actually taking the responsibility. We're trying to. We, we, we want to make it as less stressful for you. Mm -hmm. Let us stress about what to do, what you need to do, this, that, and that. Let us format it. Um, even our daily gym workout, when you come in, you don't have to worry about anything. All you need to know is what body part you're doing that day. Mm -hmm. We already have the workout set up for you. And the way it's set up is all three gyms are different. So we do the same body part, but it might be a completely different workout at each gym because we all have different setups. So we have a... There's one dude, uh, Tommy, he'll come in, he'll go to Howell in the morning and hit the Howell gym location. He'll hit, say, uh, like today, he'll hit um, chest, biceps, and conditioning. He'll hit that at 6 a.m. At 6 p.m., he might come to Brick and do chest, biceps, and conditioning, but a completely different workout than he did oh, in the morning. Nice, so that's the luxury of the three gyms. You can go to any one of them, get a completely different workout. Each trainer, we call them superheroes, they all have their own style. So, like, you come to me, I'm going to make you laugh. You come to our dude, Ken, he's going to be like in your face, like high energy. That uh, My boy, Mike, um, he's like this This dude, I swear he's on like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, liquid cocaine. Like, I swear, <laughs> this dude's energy, like you cannot help but get going because of his energy, you know? Um, then we got um, our girl, Shari. She's like, she's going to correct everything on you. She wants she wants you to be her. If, she, if that was her working out, that's how she's training you. She wants you to be the best. Um, our girl Alex, we got this little young girl, um, Alex, semi-pro soccer player. She's a natural, like a natural. Like you cannot go in and be like, yeah. by the end of the workout, you're like, I hate this girl. I cannot stand her. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're like, oh, this girl is great. Um, then we got a Glenn who comes in. He's, he's in our Howl location too, young guy. Um, he wants to learn. He was a big guy who lost weight. That's what he brings to the team. I can show you how to lose weight. 
our dude Rashawn, um, he's been at, um, in the gym business. He's been in the law enforcement business. He's a people person. He knows how to talk to people. He can get right into you. You having a bad day. By the time you got done talking with him, your whole day is completely changed. You know what I mean? So everybody on our staff, even Tara, who's, um, she's our, um, I think she might be at the COO maybe. I don't really know. She does everything though. Like anything we got to have done, we send it to Tara. And within like 10 minutes, Tara's got it done for you. So people don't see her behind the scenes, but half the stuff that gets done is because of her. So we got all these people that are coming together to make one team. And then Jamal, we call him the general. He's the one that's got, he's guiding everybody because his goal is how can I make you better? I want you to be better. If you're better, I'm happy. It's his philosophy. So when we all get together, and we call it, um, was that Captain Planet? Where you got all the rings coming together? <laughs> like that's basically what we have here. Yeah, I think it knows the term. You know? <laughs> like we all come together, and it's just, like it's a great team that we form, but it's because everybody has their own niche, own personality, and no one lets their ego get in the way. You know, I've been there for eight years, but someone like Alex that's coming up on a year She'll show me something that I've never done before. And I'm not going to be like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that shit. Like, you're a rookie. No. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. You know? So that's where we all accept each other for what we all bring to the table. And everybody's different, too. So, you know, what works for one person yeah. may not work for another. So that's the cool thing. It sounds like you've got a bunch of different trainers that are yeah. diverse in what they do. You yeah. pick up and learn, which, you know, means that you could just take, you know, what you learn and, and apply it to somebody yeah, that may be struggling with reacting maybe to, yeah. to what you're saying or doing a specific workout that you're yeah, trying to do. And that's the good part about it. Like, we all know each other. So, say you got an issue. I know I'm not the person for you, but I know the other trainer is. I'm going to contact that trainer. Like, hey, reach out to Justin. Mm -hmm. this, this is going on. You might be able to connect with him better. Or someone in Neptune that reaches out to me. I remember, I don't really know that person. But I'm going to reach out to one of the trainers that's normally in Neptune and be like, hey, what's up with this person? Da, da, da. They're on my team from online. I don't really know like that much about them. What, what's going on? Da, da. And then that, you're going to be like, hey, well, this, I know that they had this going on with their family, this, this, and this. And then I'm going to go back and say, hey, look, I understand what's going on. Da, 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 da. But it's because we all trust each other. I trust that you know that member of that gym, what they're doing or what's going on in their lives. Because at the end of the day, it's not about just being in the gym. Anybody can go to a gym. They can go to work hard well. They can go to Planet Fitness. They're coming to us for a reason. Yeah. All right. We want to know. We want you to know that we're more than the gym. We call it a family. We call it the Fit Family. All right. We're here for you. Like everybody that goes over to my house, my wife goes crazy. She's like, "You have 50 people in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're my friends. You see them all the time. They're my friends. You know. But uh, that's the way it is. Like, um, like even um, when we started the outdoor workouts, we were in Jamon's backyard. We put uh, 60 people, 20 people at a time. And his backyard. His first neighbor woke up and was like, Who's having a party at 8 o'clock in the morning? And he's like, No, nah, this is the gym. And then the neighbor was like, Oh, I want to get in on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that's who we are. Like, he opened up his house to everybody. Like, he doesn't tell people where he lives. You know, um, I'll never tell anybody where I live now. I moved. I don't tell nobody. But, but that's the thing. Like, we, uh, it's a family to us. Uh, it's not like you're just coming in and paying this money. Like, we, we got a thing right now where um, it's actually because it's all over YouTube. If you come to our gym, and we don't see you for, say, two weeks or three weeks. We reach out to you. Hey, what's going on? Oh, I've seen this yeah. before. Like, oh, you know, I'm just not in the mood. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Right. We'll find you. We load up our team. We found people to blitz. Like, the diner. Yep. We've been to the mall. Oh, we've been to the nursing home. We've been anywhere. We call it so much. The one lady thought she was coming out because her friend was bringing her food. 
So she came out to the parking lot, we were standing right there. What was she bringing her? Uh, it was Max and Sophie. And uh, no she chicken. came outside, oh, and she was like, are you kidding me? No she started food. running around the building. But we put them to a workout, and we tell them, like, man, we don't want your money. We want you to come to the gym. Yeah. You can't come, freeze your account. Freeze your account. You know, we don't want to take it if you're not going to come. Yeah. We want you to get your money's worth because we believe when you come here, you're going to get everything you pay for yeah. by any one of our trainers or staff. And that's why we call it a slacker hunt. And you do not want to do slacker It's funny because we'll, we'll make an announcement and be like, oh, meeting today about the slacker hunt. And all of a sudden, people yeah, have seen Everybody popping up. Man, you know, the big box gyms, they like thrive on that. Yeah. And people not coming. Oh, that's not, oh, yeah. that's not, I know. I go to two, wow. two box gyms I'm a member of. And there's times my wife is like, why are you paying this yeah. gym membership? Yeah. And I'm like, because I'd like to have it. But not once have either one of those gyms reached out to me and be like, hey, buddy, I've never seen you. They haven't froze my account, right? They just, they they, 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 they charge you money. These low monthly premiums, most people are just like, ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, you're paying to another level. Yep. That is incredible. We want you there. We want to see you. Because at the end of the day, if you say you go to our gym and you're not getting results, nobody else has come to our gym. We want to guarantee that you're working so that you see those results, you're getting them. We want you to blast on social media. Social media is a bad, it's, it's a negative thing at sometimes, but for an industry we're in, it's a positive. Mm-hmm. We need social media. Social proof. Um, we don't advertise. We don't pass out flyers. We don't do anything. We're word of mouth on social media. Mm-hmm. This is how we build our clientele. Um, word of mouth is huge for us. We get people that come in and we're like, how'd you hear about us? Oh, such and such. We're like, oh man, I haven't seen her in like three years. Like, oh yeah, she told me to come down and try you guys out. And that's how we ended up getting more clients coming in. Um, and it's a friend of a friend, a family member. Very rarely do you find someone who doesn't know someone in the gym. And the greatest part about our gym and our culture is if Justin came in, I'm going to partner you up with somebody that's been here for a while. Now that guy, that person is going to say, hey, man, when are you coming in again? Yeah, I'll be tomorrow. Now, when you don't show up tomorrow, he's going to come to me and say, hey, where was that kid Justin at? And I'm going to say, hey, you're right. Justin, where you at? Now, two weeks go by. Justin, did you switch classes? Yeah, did you go to the other gym? Yeah. Tom's looking for you. <laughs> you on me, bro? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm looking for you. We're up for you. Um, it's the actual members that are like, hey, where that new person go? Hey, where that new it's person It's an accountability go? culture. It's, yeah. it's incredible. Oh, totally. Where we, you know, we hold everyone accountable, but the members do it too. Because that person is like, man, I see, you, I've been you before. We came in. It shouldn't be intimidating, let's be real. You yeah. walk in, there's not, especially where we are. Like I said, now we're probably about, we all husbands in there now. So we might be like, 70 to 75 percent women so if you're an older woman that's walking in there and you see these kind of in shape women working out you're kind of intimidated by it but the first thing we tell you is don't look at them yeah go at your own pace you go at your pace you need a break you take a break you're gonna get there that person started out the same way you did and that's the difference in the culture that we built whereas if you walk into you know i don't want to talk about gyms but if you walk into planet fitness Mm You see this big guy over here, you know, pumping. Well, not bad. They got that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go work out world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got this big guy in here pumping weights. Forty-five. Do you want to go over there with your twenty-pound weights and go next to him? Yeah. Right, right. Nah. But our place, we're like, it's not giving him. He's got seventy-fives. You got to be tense. You get the correct form. Right. We'll work up to those seventy-fives. That's great. And that's the difference in the culture that we try to build. You guys still doing the ass kicker of the week? Yeah, that's um. We've actually made it virtual now. Oh, that's so pretty we cool. Went from, uh, we do ask her the week. So every week, um, the coaches get together. Um, each gym picks an ask her the week. Who would this be shined out? Like, who did this? You know, who's the person that stuck out in your head? Um, and then on Monday morning, when it comes to class, we announce it in front of the entire class. Some people don't even know. There's an email that goes out, but let's be realistic. Not everybody reads an email. 
So look at people that walk in, they're standing there, and we got Chatty Cathy's, we got the soccer moms, like they're talking, and we're like, hey, yes, people, we go over here is uh, Jen. And she's like, wait, what? Mug? <laughs> yeah. And we give them this cool mug. Inside of this mug, um, we have a guy um, who's a member who um, owns a coffee, coffee room company. So he gives them a lot of free coffee in there. It's called Ask Your One Coffee. Nice. Um, Jay from Fit Food gives them three Fit Food meals that they have a coupon for to buy the food. It's wrapped up in this nice, beautiful mug that says Ask Your of the Week, Easy Fitness on it. Um, Tara does all that. She wraps it up and we give it to them. Now, that mug they have for the rest of their lives. It just because you want it once. We got people that are like five time ass kickers. Right, right. You know, depending on how long you're there. Um, and we do that. So then we're like, hey, online, like, let's give a virtual ass kicker now. So now we give a virtual ass kicker every week, like clockwork. The trainer has to, um, whoever, because not each coach has a team. So if the person from your team is the ass kicker, you got to do a write up on that person, two or three paragraphs about that person, why they're the ass kicker of the week. Um, it goes into our newsletter, we post it on Facebook. And then Jay sends them a voucher for three fit food meals. So they're still getting the same thing, yeah. even though it's online. We're trying to make it as much as possible like you're still in the gym. So that when we do transition back in the gym, there's people that are online who've never been in our gym before. Right. But they're like, I can't wait you guys open. Now when they come in, they're less likely to be like, what am I going to do? Yeah, right. We got the same format. We got the same workouts. Yeah. We got the same uh, people that you're going to see. That trainer that you saw online is a trainer you're going to walk in the building and see. You're not going to see this imaginary guy on the right, screen. Right. That's and then walk in. Yeah. Let's see somebody else. That guy that's been yelling at you for three months and telling you what to he's do. Still, he's going to know that you would walk in that door. But the difference is, um, we call it um, like Cheers. You know, when I show Cheers, yeah. like, Norm. We tell our trainer, like, know everybody's name. So when you walk in today, hey, how's it going? We're like, hey, Tom. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Da, da, da. We know your name. We probably know, like, we saw social media. I probably know, like, um, the one we were just on social media the other day, and I'm like, uh, sorry, brother, I said congratulations on his engagement. She's like, what? Like, how do you know that? Like, you see the big smile on her face? But that's what we're talking about. Like, we don't want to just be like, if I walk into work out right now, all they're looking for is my ID card. Bob, yeah, scan it, it. And I'm walking yeah. in. They have yep. no idea who I am until my name pops up on that screen. When you walk in our door, we don't have a screen. You go up to the screen, I mean, we don't have a check-in uh, with the scanner. You walk in, you're just checking in for class to let us know you're there. But we don't see you check in. We don't see your name. We, when you walk in, we're on the other side of the gym. And we're like, hey, Tom, what's up, man? How's it going, brother? And then most people are just like, especially if it's your second day, you're just like, you know? So that's like the difference in what we do. And that's our culture is like, we want to know more about you than just be your trainer at the gym. Right, right, right. What's well, recognition? And uh, yeah. I think that one of the coolest things you guys do is you have like an award show, oh, which is insane that a Dude. gym would. When I first saw that, I'm like, Dude, that's genius. It's uh, that's Black like, tie uh, event. We're, uh, this year, we're, we're still working on it. We're going to have it, I think, um, hopefully in July um, because we were having it in March this year. And uh, it's actually March 30th, I think, and we yeah. closed out. But what we do is, um, it's this cool concept we started a few years ago. Uh, we reward our members with like a five-star dinner, like um, DJ, paparazzi, video cameras. Really? Yeah. Um, it's Red like, carpet. Yeah, open Backdrops. Bar, like, it's oh, it's awesome. incredible. And we try to tell people, like, hey, you're going to the prom. Get yourself piled up. They get dressed up um, and they come out. And we give out actual awards. Like we give out uh, our big award we just gave out after the last two years is um, our Lifetime Achievement Award. So it's people that have been at the gym for over seven years. And we nominate them and the coach all gets together and we pick it. So through all three gyms now, we have about, oh, God damn, like 20 something categories 
that we nominate, each gym has their own nominees. So we're not gonna put you up against a brick person if you go to Howl. You're in Howl, that's your nominees for Howl. And the coaches get together, we sit down at our weekly meeting, and we're like, okay, this person should be nominated for this category, this person is in this category, and we put this big ass board up in the gym. Now your name is on a board with the nom with the category and your name's on there. So now people are in there taking pictures of it, they're sending it to their families. You know, let's be realistic. How many people actually get nominated for an award? Yeah. Not many. Now you're getting it out of the gym for mm -hmm. you doing just working out. So when we came with that concept, um, it's, it's cool. We come in, um, they have a cocktail hour. We're dressed up head to toe. Like, we go all out. Uh, we've had people roll up in limos, um, tuxedos. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like legit. It gets bigger every single year. This year, we actually rose the number. So I think we had about 300 people wow. um, that are attending it. Um, we're, just, we're just waiting it out to see when we can get it done. Um, but 300 people, you walk in, there's an hour cocktail hour. Um, you walk in, you're, you're in there, you're meeting people from the other gyms that you've probably seen on Facebook and stuff like that, but now you're seeing them in person. Great way for people to meet each other. Um, we've had people that met at the Easy's who ended up coming to the other gyms to work out with a person they met there. So you go from there, you come in. We give you like a five-star dinner. The bar is still open the entire time. <laughs> you know? uh, the DJ's blasting music, then we get into an awards. Um, we give each gym their own special award. Um, Category their own winner, everything that we got categories from um, best arms, uh, best workout duo or group, um, best booty, you know. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we got some great categories. Um, there's, there's there's so many. Then we give out our ass kicker of the year. So even though we give out that weekly ass kicker, we recognize one person as you this entire year like you kicked ass, and we give them this big huge trophy that they go home with. How many people like have a trophy sitting in their house? Not many. But now you got a trophy from your gym sitting on the shelf. Yeah. We got uh, this one dude, an uh, awesome guy, um, shout out Jose. Uh, he runs uh, Police League Credit Solutions. He, um, he's got his trophy, I think he won uh, maybe best duo or best power couple with him and his wife. And he's got it in the display case at his house. You know, like, so people like, um, we do it. It's a fun night for us. It's for members to see us outside of the gym atmosphere. Um, we do a lot of events. Besides that, we do a Rugged Maniac as a team. The one year we brought 100 members to Rugged Maniac that they had to give us our own time slot. So That's we, awesome. We do things like that. We do stuff in the community. Um, I've been to, what do you call it, a Top Chef at an elementary school. We've been to career days. Um, we are all about what we can do inside of the community um, and different things like that. And it gives our members a chance to show, like, yeah, we're at work, but we're human too. Like we went out to. Um, well, you get, you get to show off the body, right? Yeah, you get to show no, off the suit. Exactly. I'm fresh. You yeah. know what I mean, I dropped we went the to, um, MJ's the one night up in Neptune. Um, we asked all the members to come out for. Um, I want to say it might have been like a Floyd Mayweather fight. Mm -hmm. Oh no, it was actually Frank Gary fight. Went to Frank Gary fight, and we had everyone uh, come out and meet us at MJ's. Come out, have a drink, have some food. We're gonna watch Frankie fight. Tom's on his own. Let's go. Loaded up MJ's with people. Um, and people, they see like, if I go to work at a world or something like that, I may never see that trainer in my life. Yeah. We're like, no, come out with us. We're going to have a drink with you. Yeah. I know you're going to drink. Have one with me. Here we go. We're out there. We're having fun doing things like that. So well, it's all about above and beyond what you can do. Um, and that's how you keep the business going and successful, not just being like everyone else. Um, my philosophy is like, think outside the box. What can I do that you're not doing? Or what can I do that you, I know you wouldn't do? Yeah. Um, when you look at things like that, um, it puts you on another level. Um, that I don't want to say everyone's chasing us, 
But I feel like we're always one step ahead, and that's what our goal is to be one step ahead. We don't knock any gyms, we don't badmouth any gyms. That's not our style. We're confident in what we do that we don't need to bash you. People are going to see what we do on their on their own. Right. I think they feel your passion too. You know, that's what you're in for. You're not looking for the paycheck. We talk about it to our agents all the time about your clients. The minute you're looking at the paycheck, you're already lost. Yeah, exactly. yep. Think about the person. Think about the. Yeah. It's awesome what you guys are doing. Yeah. And for like, I know me. I know even Jamon, probably John. There's times we're up to like two, three in the morning. Well, one, two in the morning, we'll say, and then you got five in class. But work wasn't done that day. You got to finish it off. Um, this time, the question, can you put your damn phone down? And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't. Like, this is a yeah, 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 yeah. I'm almost done. Just give me one more minute. And she'll be like, we're out with friends. I'm like, I know. I, I have this thought, and I have yeah, to I gotta do get it now. Right now. If I don't send it right now, like, I'll never get yeah. it. Um, so we've all been there before. Um, and the cool thing about it, and this is probably what helps a lot of us, is our spouses are cool. That they understand what we do, uh, especially Kiko with your mom. Like, She's, if he's up to one in the morning, she's probably up to one in the morning. Uh, my wife is, when we first started, she was like, put your phone down. Now she's a little more lenient, like she knows like what I'm doing, but there's times like, give us 10 minutes. Family time, 10 minutes. And I'm like, no, what, you're right, I put it down. Um, John's girlfriend, Lindsay, like she's cool with it, with Sean's girlfriend. Um, once your spouse, even um, our dude Ed, that's up with Sherry, um, they just got married. If you, actually, I'm sorry, one year anniversary. But um, once you get to that point where your spouse is on board with you and supports what you're doing, it makes what we're doing a lot easier um, because you're not like in competition. Like, oh my you're God, not stealing time from that. Yeah, right. They understand like work is going to be work, but we still make family time uh, for our families and what we're going to do and stuff like that. We all go on vacations. Um, the business actually pays for us to go on vacation. Nice. Um, we're stuff gonna... like that. So, you know, we'll get to that. Our boss takes care of us, you know? <laughs> um, but we do love stuff like that. Um, and it keeps our family, like I said, our families. My, my kids love the gym. My kids are growing up in the gym. My um, four-year-old, he's been in the gym since he was in a car seat. You know, like, um, so our families, they go with us with what we're doing, and they understand that at the end of the day, is our, is our job ever done? No, because... Keep changing lives. clients that really yeah. need me right now. Like, they're on the break of quitting the gym. I got to talk to them. I got to yeah. see what's going on. You know, get on a personal level with them. Um, this week, my wife has made friends with people in the gym, who she probably would have never made friends with. But she goes to the gym, she's friends with them, they've been to our house, they invite us out. I think last year we did, oh my God, I think we did eight weddings last year. Wow. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the family, like, for sure. Like, oh, you have to start saying no. Okay, I can't say no. Like, you can't say no. Like, you're inviting me, I have to go. Well, you're a big part of people's lives, right? Yeah, you're yeah, truly you know, making a transformation. a special day, I want to be a part of it, you yeah. know? Um, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a tough business, but I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Right? I mean, yeah. Huge gains, man. I know, like Chris Johnson, man. I mean, I see yeah. what he did, like insane. You know, you completely flipped that switch, and I know he bought it's in one hundred percent. Chris, that's my man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that, I mean, I we fight so much. <laughs> yeah, he, was always, he was always stubborn. I know yeah. since like sixteen, seventeen. He's, uh, Chris is an awesome, awesome dude. Uh, awesome, awesome dude. I love him. He, um, I just see him probably tomorrow on the outside workouts. Um, but he's another dude. He'll um, he'll text me. You know, if he's got a problem in his journey, if he's got a question. He'll shoot me a text. He'll know that I'll get back to him. I'm that guy that that if that red bubble is there, I, I have to push it. Yep. Okay, I have to push it. So my wife would be like, "Don't answer it." I'm like, "No, I have to. Like, I have to answer me. it." So I tell people, I'm like, "If I don't answer you, it's probably because I went to do something. Someone else messaged me and I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. Just text me again. Yeah. Anytime my phone is like literally like this, like." Where am I at? It's like this, and I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, so Chris is one of those guys. He knows anything he's got. We have that bond, 
in a relationship where he was texting about anything. Um, he was having a surprise party for um, his fiance's birthday, and he's like, uh, "Hey, come by the house around like one." Or something. I had to be somewhere, but I was like, "Oh man, thanks for the invite, dude." Like, you know, I would love to be there, but you know, but that's the thing that you build over the guy at work. Or, well, he's not getting that invite. Like, right, right. The guy at the desk isn't getting that. You know, like he doesn't build that. You know, rapport with his clients, whereas that's what we thrive on. You know. Well, I think it becomes almost you know like the mindset of. You see your employees or you see the coworkers. It's the same thing with you yeah. more than you see most of like your best friends. Oh, like, 100%. I haven't seen you in like two, two, I know, yeah. <laughs> two years, but you're That's hustling it. and I'm yeah, hustling and we're just in different lanes, yeah. you know, but I understand it. And like, I think that's, that's a huge thing with um, when your friends understand what you're doing, um, they don't take it personal. Like, um, like yesterday, my buddy's, uh, his um, wife's grandfather passed away. So he was like, oh, we're having like the repast at my house. And I was like, dude, actually, I'm supposed to work, you know, till 7. It was at 5.30. I got to work till 7. He's like, oh, you know, if you want to see my afterwards. And he understood, like, I had to work. I wasn't just missing it. Like, yeah. I had to work. Ended up, and I ended up switching. And I had to work in the morning. Um, and I was able to go to it. But he understood, like, hey, work is work. Or if I'm at his house, my wife would be like, get on And he's like, he's working. So let him go. Let him do so I think once your friends understand, like, we're always going to be friends. But at the end of the day, I got to put food on my table. So they like, kind of understand that. Like, um, even like with Justin, we were talking like two years probably. But we pick up like where we left off. I don't think I see April like, a couple of years. Like, <laughs> you know, but we pick up right where we left yeah. off. And that's where, you know, that's where you know like you got friends. Um, my buddy, uh, that's a, he's a state trooper. Um, we didn't talk for probably about a good three years just because we were in different directions in our lives. And now our lives have settled down. Now we have Sunday fun day every Sunday with his kids and my kids. You know, every week is, we pick up, like, right where my wife hates it, but we pick up right where we left off because we talk about our high school days. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. like, oh, my God, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> every time the two are together, this is what we talk about. But we're like, you know, that was a good time for us. But um, I think as you grow, you, you start understanding, like, friends are always going to be there. If they're not, then they were never your friend. Right. Right. You know? right. All right, brother. Well, good. yeah. If you, you have awesome, any man. parting shots for yeah, uh, you, yeah, you need a real estate agent, get in. Yeah, we have, like I said, anybody we give out on a free retrial, um, even for the online program, it's a free retrial. Um, get in there. If it's not for you, we're not that gym that's calling and harassing you, like, hey, sign up. Dude. It's not for you, it's not for you. We're not, we're not for everybody, um, but we give a free week for that. Um, hopefully, within the next two weeks, we get some good news. And we're back in business. I hope all these um, get out there. Support those small businesses. Yeah, um, for sure, man. You know, I went to um, Jimbo's and Seaside on Monday, the first day it opened up. Um, awesome place. They're awesome staff. Um, we'll hit Aqua Blue probably tomorrow. Um, get out there. Those places have been struggling for months now, you know. Um, get out there. Tip the waitresses. Tip them. Like, don't, don't be stingy. Um, get out there. Those, those people... Before this happened, they were the ones that were taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Like now's our time to get back to those small businesses. Um, get out there and support them as much as possible. Even if you're not that person that wants to go outside, order something. You know, I ordered from Jimmy C's, you know, for a few weeks straight because I'm like, dude, this dude. I remember freshman sophomore year, this dude took care of me for lunch. Yeah. You know, so you get out there, you support those people. Um, and now is the time um, because, like I said, those restaurants have been out for three months. They haven't been doing anything. You know, um, get out there, support all small businesses. Anyway, and real estate. Real estate comes to you. So people can find you on Facebook. It's uh, Easy yeah, um, Fitness. Easy Fitness on Facebook. Uh, my own personal page is just Huffies Montgomery. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Instagram, we're Easy Fitness. If you Google an Easy Fitness, we're going to come up. 
Um, all three locations will come up there. Look for us on Facebook. Uh, we're posting videos all the time. Um, there's probably like 100 comments on this damn thing already. So <laughs> it's like, I already tell everybody I was here, and then I just shared the video. Pop up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Um, but yeah, get out there, support um, support small businesses. Stop and see us. We're in um, Howell, in um, the Rantown area. Um, we're in Neptune, Neptune City, right by Jersey Shore. And we're in Brick, right on the borderline of uh, Silverton and Brick, right there. So come out and see us. We're more than happy to have you in there. Like I said, um, we give the free week, even if you want to try it online. We give you the app to use, we give you um, the online coaching, um, the virtual classes with the actual live trainer. It's all free for one week. There's nothing to lose there but to try it, you know? Awesome, man. And gym, when you come to the gym, when it opens, we still give you a free week to try it out. No risk, no obligations. We just have to come in and try it. It's not for you, it's not for you. Got to sign up and work up, work off the uh, small business food yeah. debt. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating plenty of small business yeah, food. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I've been supporting more than enough. Yeah, my wife's enjoying it. She's yeah. like, oh, that's cool. Someone said, the best way I heard it said, instead of the freshman 20, you put on the COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> I might have doubled that. That's cool. Like I said, even um, my wife, she's working from home. I yell at her all the time. She's like, uh, real quick, she's like, should I go in? Like, she's like, uh, Saturday. And uh, she's like, should I go in? I don't really think I'm going to work today. And I'm like, if you roll out the bed and take two steps and sit at your damn desk, I work. Yeah, I don't think she wants to go back to the office. I think she likes it at home. The kids are enjoying her there and stuff like that. Me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go sit at the gym for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I get through it, but it's all fun. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome to see you, man. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Finding Success Show. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes.